Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with veteran jazz guitarist Danny Embry. We caught up with this Kansas City legend about his latest 2023 album Live in the Orion Room at the great Green Lady Lounge. He has been a staple of this rousing Kansas City jazz institution for a long time. He opened up about this album, his legacy, and so much more. Dig this interview. Well, hey man, thank you for getting back with me. I really uh-huh. appreciate it. I, I've really enjoyed the Orion Room CD and I just wanted to catch up with you and just kind of get your thoughts on on the album and and just kind of what's going on in general so thanks for taking a minute out today well it's a trio that I've been playing with uh, with consistent personnel oh for about three years down there now and uh, you know we've uh, done it enough where we're getting pretty tight musically uh, and personally too (laughs) for that matter and uh, John Scott, who I'm sure you're aware of, is who owns or runs the uh, Green Lady Lounge, has been doing some live recordings of some of the groups that have been pretty established. And uh, so he wanted to do one of us in, uh, on a gig. Uh, it's a live thing. So uh, that's what we did. We re- recorded, I believe, January 9th of this year. So uh, that's uh, that's how this particular record came about, and it's all original music by all of us in the band. And you yeah. you've been playing at the Green Lady for quite a while. You've had a long relationship. Yeah, with John. In, in various capacities. Heck, I've been there five or six years, I guess now. If it's if it's been there that long, I think it has <laughs> quite a while. Yeah, it certainly has. And you know, the thing about you is that you've been around for such a long time. How special is the Green Lady? I know it's kind of a flagship for us. How special is this venue for you? It's been a, a great, a great venue to have in Kansas City for for jazz. Uh, and there's uh, not a lot of places, of course, in, in any city really to to play uh, our music, and uh, and often they're short lived if a place does start a jazz program. So this place has been there a long time. So it's, uh, uh, you know, before the Green Lady, I suppose the place that would have been similar was Jardine's, you know, if if you recall Jardine's Jazz Club. And, uh, but they've been closed for probably eight or nine years. So it's nice to have this place. Um, And that's, you know, and it's, it's run very well. John Scott does a great job. you know, running the place and keeping things uh, moving along smoothly. And there's multiple bands every night. I, there's about two bands every night. And we're talking, you know, uh, seven nights a week. So uh, it's 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 really good. Not all the patrons are jazz fans or listening uh, because it's a very popular retro-type jazz bar. And uh, so sometimes that can be a bit of a challenge. Uh, but uh, there's still a lot of fans that come in there, and so it's it's been good. It's been really good. Well, and for you too, and for the jazz community being away mm-hmm. from live music for so long, how does it feel to have an album that represents you live? And it just be back at it because there was such a mole there for a while. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 good to have something down. You know, I, I'm 
self-critical like most of us are, you know, listen to it back. It's a live thing. It's nothing that you can, it's not like a studio recording where you can go in and fix and polish every note, you know. So, uh, uh, but in that regard, it makes stuff extra special because you're, you know, since it's live and you're having fun, you might get out of your uh, constraints of safety that you'd have in a studio, you know, and some good things can happen that way. So it's been really fun for me to do, and I haven't had a, a solo album out in many, many years. I've been on a lot of people's, but uh, not my own. So it was a good opportunity to uh, to to get something documented musically. What's next? Is there anything on, on the horizon for you? Anything, you know, any other live venues or anything? Or is it pretty steady with Green Lady and promoting the album? No, it's, for, for now it's pretty steady. I've made a decision this point in my life. I've been playing professionally for 53 years. And I uh, spent maybe 20 years, to put it all together, on the road, traveling, you know, domestic and uh, international. And I've just got to put my, at my age... I'm trying to, uh, I'm slowing down. I consider myself semi-retired now. And uh, so uh, I retired from teaching. I was teaching at two universities and uh, part-time, you know, as an adjunct and uh, also privately. So I kind of retired from that. So I'm not doing a whole lot more out of choice. And uh, I'm not really traveling, although I'm not saying that I wouldn't some again but it's so difficult uh, these days uh that i'm just pretty happy being local and uh we have enough material we'll probably put out another cd or two uh so i'm you know excited about that and uh another thing about the green lady since it's all original music uh it spurs us on to uh get back into writing a lot more than just, uh, you know, occasionally. So we, we need more material. So that's a real good thing about what's going on. So that's kind of my plans right now. Well, and the one thing about you is that you've been around the scene for a long, long time here in Kansas City. How are you feeling about things now that we're, like, picking up in this post-pandemic era? Are you feeling good about the talent that's coming through and how things are picking up? Absolutely. Uh, there's a lot of really fine, good young players that are coming up now and uh, really good, Im impressive players. And it's nice to see. Uh, it wasn't that long ago that, that there wasn't a whole lot of new, fresh, young blood coming up. Uh, now there's quite a few. They have a really good, pro uh, good program going on at UMKC that's putting out a lot of good students. You know, Bobby Watson started a really first-class program, and he's retired from there now, but uh, Carl Allen is uh, under the leadership. But uh, a lot of good young players, and they're aching to get out and play, like kind of like I had the energy when I was their age, and uh, uh, they're working hard, and uh, I, I hear some of them, some of them are playing at the Green Lady, you know, um, coming in when I'm done to do the late-night shift. <laughs> and... Uh, so it's pretty good as far as places to play. Uh, there's, it's not bad. There's, uh, it could be better, but uh, uh, more places to play than a lot of larger cities than this, you know. Uh, 
so I we're pretty fortunate, and there are people that are actually moving here to play because there's more yeah. of a scene going on here, uh, you know. And so uh, that's so things are looking really good. But I especially like all the really good young players of every instrument right now coming out. Well, and you know, you've been a leader of a lot of this movement momentum that's been happening in Kansas City. And when you look back on your career here. How do you feel? How do you feel about your legacy and how everything's gone in Kansas City? Um, well, I, I feel I feel good about it. Uh, I, you know, I, I get some respect from uh, you know my my peers and also some of the younger folks that uh, a lot of them were my students, and uh, so I feel real comfortable. Um, you know, so I'm not. I'm certainly not resting on my laurels. I'm still working really hard to try to get better, like we all do, uh, practicing and you know, like I said, writing new material. And uh, I, I'm yeah. I I don't long for the the days of old where I was you know trying to be a you know uh, uh, a traveling minstrel and you know being at the top of my game at all times, you know, with that uh, drive. So I'm kind of relaxing back a little bit and, and just using my experience to, uh, you know, do the best I can. And and uh, so I have nothing big on the horizon. I think I've been fortunate to do a lot of good things and played a lot of jazz festivals all over the world and uh, traveled a ton uh, globally. And uh, so I, I, I feel pretty... Pretty good and, and uh, not self-satisfied, but satisfied with the way my life, musical life is gone. So, Danny, if anybody wants to pick up this album, I imagine the best place is to just actually go in the Green Lady, see you live, and pick this up? Yeah, well, yeah, but it's available on all the platforms, I suppose, CD Baby. But, you know, a lot of people don't buy CDs anymore. It's, uh, you can, you know, you can stream it, I guess, or, you know, however people do that. Um, so it's, it's widely available. It's, um, I'm told anyway, although it just came out, if there's a bit of a delay there, it would be very short. Uh, so uh, the Green Lady would be a great spot to get if they have them. And you can just go in and ask the server and they can take care of it. You don't have to find the musician or anything. They, they have them there. Okay, excellent. Danny, it's really great to catch up with you. I've always enjoyed watching you over the years. It's great to Thank see you. new music out. Thank you so much for taking a minute out for Neon Jazz. I appreciate it. Sure. Well, thanks a lot, Joe. And I'll, t- I'll see you around. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in New York, Kansas City, and spots all over the globe, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Danny for his time, energy, and cool. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube, and for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Jazz.